Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Carn, and Mike Steenstra. Today we have Brad on the podcast, a very special guy named Brad. What's his name? <laughs> it's Brad, isn't it? Up next on the stage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I, oh, that's oh, you look great, girl. That guy was you look great. The DJ at the wedding that both of us were just at was an absurd New Jersey person. That was absurdity. He was a character. Yes, he he was, was a true character, a unique, unique man, MC. It, it yeah. was a hell of a weekend. Uh, I'm not going to get too much into it, but let's just say there were police involved, neck tattoos. Uh, and also a visit to a New York City Tottenham Hotspur bar for the North London Derby for Brad. Brad, can you tell us about that experience? Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, we had our, our buddy's wedding out uh, in North Jersey, and uh, actually more mid, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at any rate, that was fun. Central Jersey, and uh, so <clears throat> with it being on Labor Day, we just said, hey, I'll make a, a weekend of it. So got out to the city, and yeah, um, Sunday... Uh, got to this bar a little bit earlier. It's Flannery's. Uh, shout out to Flannery's, the official Spurs bar of New York City. Um, it was wall to wall. I got beer thrown all over me and loved it. Uh, there were limbs when those goals went in, especially the first one, the Erickson goal, which we can talk about. But it was a great atmosphere. It was a riot to watch with all people of all different, honestly, from all different countries um, in this bar. I had a lot of British folks. Next to me, I had we had plenty of folks from Asia. We had folks from the Midwest, from California. Um, very, very cool, and, and always fun to see and to be around other Spurs supporters. So, um, and it was a great match too. Yeah, it sounded like a lot of fun. And you were saying that they didn't let anybody that was not a Spurs fan into the bar. Yep, they had uh, they have an official Twitter account, which we should we should figure out what that we'll is. But um, we'll add it. There's you know there's Brooklyn Spurs, there's Hoboken Spurs, which our buddy Art shout out Art was at Mulligans in Hoboken, which is the official uh, Hoboken supporters club. But yeah, they they tweeted out before you will not be allowed in if you're not a Spurs supporter, um, and it was a, a pure Spurs bar, which was kind of cool. So so then yeah, all right, that's awesome. We like a good soccer bar here on Rooster and the Devil. Uh-huh. Sure do. Sure Can you do. Tell us what your impressions were of the game. Yeah, I had to cool down, right? You know me, Michael. Um, I have to take a atmosphere. second sometimes. Mm. Yeah, my heart rate was legitimately. I mean, I I got out of there right when full time blew. I was thinking about hanging, and I just I had to get outside and like take some breaths because I was having a heart attack the whole second half, and it's it's just, you're just amped up. Um, but when I look back at it. Um, I think it was a fair result in the end. If you look at the XG2, if you want to go into stats, it was pretty close to expected similar, um, around two goals each. And, you know, the, the Lacazette goal, which was a beautiful goal, great control um, for him to bring that ball under control and finish, uh, you know, was, was a heartbreaker right before halftime in the 46th minute. And, uh, you know, it's disappointing when you have a 2-0 lead uh, and you've played at least well on the counterattack, and then all of a sudden you're you're cutting it back to two one. So, 
Um, that was disappointing, obviously. And then uh, the Aubameyang goal, I thought actually was beautiful. It was a beautiful touch on his part. Um, you know, it was a great. It was a great ball in. I think it was Ceballos. So we've talked a little bit about <clears throat> on the podcast. I think Ceballos is a <laughs> is an impact player. Um, absolutely. So. I thought that Ceballos, when he came into the game, because he didn't start, um, they put Ceballos in as a, as a substitute uh, in the second half, and I thought he made a huge difference, and you saw that cross into Aubameyang, and I thought it was just a great a great touch. It reminded me a lot of Harry, right? Just got a touch on the ball, um, but a beautiful ball in, and, and I know he's on loan, but I think he's going to continue to do wonders for that squad. Uh, with that said, I am... Yeah, I, I really, really hate Arsenal. Um, I didn't have a huge amount of hatred for them. I just knew I was supposed to, right, hate Arsenal. And, and I never really, obviously didn't like them. But I don't know what it was. I just hate them after this derby um, even more. So yes, I, I think, thought it was a fair result, though. What did you think? I mean, I think that's completely fair. I uh, I actually liked watching. I hate him as a person, but Gen- Gwenduzi, Gwenduzi looks re- He's great. He looks really good. What is he, 20? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it might be twenty one now, but he's uh, he's a great player. He's and he floats around and he's he's fast. He can get to one area of the pitch or the other side quickly. Oh, yeah, we've got a, a young uh, rooster fan I, on uh, on our video conference here, and Michael, I heard there was some some new gear that was purchased. Yeah, she's actually currently modeling her new eighteen month old Tottenham Hotspur shirt here, so she looks pretty cute. It's absolutely adorable. Yeah. Maiko also got a couple of fire tees. I did. I got Very three cool. uh, three Tottenham Hotspur tees. But um, I told you for, for the game, for me, I was just mainly watching on my phone first half. And then uh, I watched a little bit of the second half at a bar, but didn't catch a whole lot. I just started rewatching it tonight, and I will rewatch the whole thing. But um, the Lamella goal, 10 minutes in. Obviously, a big thing. <laughs> See, Brad? Can you say hi? Can you say Harry Kane? Oh, oh. melts your heart. <laughs> I don't know if you say, can hear it, folks, but it's adorable. Can you say Tottenham Hotspur? <laughs> Hotspur! It's <laughs> amazing. Can you say soccer? You're amazing, Abby. Yeah. Well, oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. How about goal? <laughs> yeah, so, so good. she's becoming a little soccer fan over here. That's right. She's got the gear to back it up. Very cool. Very cool. Yep. Um, so over overall, though, I mean, do you feel like it was a fair result? Yeah, I mean, obviously that Lacazette goal right at the 46th minute was the most disappointing thing about the game. Without that goal, Arsenal wouldn't have come back and tied it. Um yeah, but 2-2, two, two, I, I don't know. I think what I like about the squad right now is just rewatching it right before we jumped on is I think it seems to be like our top lineup's a little bit more set in stone. Um, I like Davison Sanchez playing on the right during the injuries. I didn't think he did a very good job at center back the first couple games. Not that he was bad, but I think uh, putting him at right back for now at his age would be A, good for development, and B, good for the team because he's getting first-team minutes in a position of need. Um, I don't think he's as good moving forward as probably you need at right back. But uh, I liked Jan and Toby back there, again, from what I've seen. And and I love Sonny back. Go! 
Yeah, and, and Sonny made a nice impact as well. Um, just his energy and, Ooh, and yeah. running at players, always running at players is Sonny. He's so direct in the offensive end. It's just uh, it's great to watch. I, I think that he adds so much to the team. Um, I didn't actually get to the second half and check out subs and everything yet, so what happened as far as that's concerned? And then, and then tell me uh, about the Arsenal goal, the second goal. Yeah, so I was talking about that uh, just a moment ago with regard to Ceballos. So Arsenal put in Ceballos, who's a loanee from Real Madrid. Uh, so they only have him for a year. They won't be able to get him. Um, it's, they don't have a, an opportunity to buy him. So he really is a true rental. But he, I, I've watched a couple of Arsenal matches, uh, at least bits and pieces, and I think he's such, a, such an impact. He has these pirouettes. He's um, very creative in the offensive end, and he put in a great ball to uh to Aubameyang and you know just Aubameyang was onside and just snuck in behind and and just got a foot out and just really tapped it home uh, and it was it was a beautiful it was a beautiful goal I like Aubameyang too so. he's a uh, former Dortmund pedigree which is you know likable but obviously now on yeah. Arsenal he's he's a dick but I don't like him. I think his celebration is really douchey. Yeah, I, I think I he's really douchey. I would agree. But he's a great play. He's a great player. He's silky smooth. He is but, good. He is good. Uh, they have problems. Arsenal has some severe problems. They have a lot of holes. They do. And, and I, what I want everyone to keep in mind is this was away. Yes. Um, and and the record has not been good for Spurs as a late away. I was just listening on the pot, on the uh, the broadcast that they've only won one in the last twenty six league matches at the Emirates. Yep, so you got points at City, you got one point at City, you got one point against, you know, you're, we're keeping the boat afloat early in the season, everyone's freaking out, but I think this was a really nice performance, and subs-wise, um, gosh, who do we bring on? We brought on Lo Celso, uh, I think with maybe 30 minutes to play, mm-hmm. which was kind of fun, and he had some good touches, Could he, go in he had for some good winks? movements, he won a couple of fouls, um, I think he did go in for Winksy, yeah, yeah, he did, Um and so, you know, I don't, to go back to Sanchez, I don't, I thought he played like dog poo, um, especially the first half. I think he settled in yeah, uh, and calmed down. But he, I think just in general, their press was really effective against Spurs and playing up from the back. We had some serious gaps with Hugo passing out of the back to Jan and like not communicating and who knows if it's rust or, or whatever it is, but he does that. the the atmosphere was tough, and I'm glad to get out of there with a point. Yeah, I mean, Loris has been fantastic for Spurs so far in the early season, but he does some stupid yes. things with the ball sometimes, and that's he does. That's not a one time gaffe. That's kind of a trend, which is it's fine. It, it, it is, is who he is. No goalie's perfect, um, but it's true. It was a fun game. It's a, it's. A, I'm looking forward to going back and rewatching it a bit. Oh, it's a blast. The second half is heart-pumping. And, and I love Harry, too. Um, I thought Harry could have been awarded another penalty, but you can check. Jimmy said it was he knew what he was doing. Um, yeah. I hate I hate Socrates so much. I, I hate that man so much. He's he's very dirty. I saw him do many, many dirty things. Um, I think Arsenal are a dirty squad. I'm biased, very biased, but I think they are a legitimately dirty little squad. Um, and I think they also flop. They probably think the same thing about Spurs, but that's what I'm saying. And I love Harry burying his penalty, too. The great thing about Harry and a penalty is there's just no doubt. There's no doubt he's going to bury it in the back of the net. It's makes no mistake every time. Oh, it, it's just a beautiful, beautiful penalty strike. You just it, It's never in, in doubt, you're right. You love to see it. Yeah. You love to see yeah. it. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. You have anything else to say about Spurs Arsenal? Um, uh, great no, North London Derby. What we have to know here is hold on. I gotta get that. She's running. No worries. Keep, keep, so uh, I want to talk about a couple of the other fixtures, uh, if we could. One that I watched a little bit of was uh, Wolves and Everton. So I was again, I was in the city uh, this weekend, and so anytime I could, I had had some matches on. I watched Everton, and it was at Goodison as well. Um, Wolves haven't been performing as well as we maybe thought they were. What I think is interesting is the Europa League factoring into this, right? They're um, they're involved in the qualifying for that, and so I think you already see what impact uh, being in another competition has on a team like Wolves, who uh, only you know obviously FA and Carabao Cup, but they didn't have any European um, competition last year, and you saw that they did very well. Obviously, they were in seventh. They're, that's why they're competing for the for the Europa League right now. But you're already starting to see how that affects depth. And um, I had to learn that the hard way for Spurs when they first got into the Europa League, um, when they've been in the Champions League, and Jimmy has always explained to us how. Being fighting on multiple fronts is something that squads have to contend with, and that's when depth becomes so important. So, um, Wolves had to make some adjustments, but they they fought back uh, and ended up uh, drawing that match two two at Goodison Park against Everton. So it's inter- it's just interesting to see how fighting on multiple fronts affects teams. Um, but good on Wolves to, to get the result there. Yeah, Wolves. Uh, obviously, what are they? Oh three or oh one and three three ties. So that's kind of an interesting scenario. Still so early in the season. That's what I was looking at the table before we started talking, and it's a lot of intrigue. I do think that uh, the top ten is starting to take a little bit of shape, and then you're seeing kind of a split at Burnley, like eleven down, and teams that could be. And you know what? I have an error here. Wolves lost three two. I thought they came back and drew. I stopped watching. No, uh, yeah. It must have been a late goal uh, Charleston scored an 80th-minute goal. I, I, oh, I wow. walked away from Brad talking because we just got back from vacation. And the family's running all over the place. I didn't hear your monologue there. But, yeah, Richardson. No, I was talking about how the Europa League is affecting Wolves with depth. Right, right. Um, um, but, yeah, that's that's a good win, I guess, for Everton. They gave up the, they gave up the lead a couple times. Um, and then Chelsea and Sheffield United, I watched uh, the second half of that match and watched Sheffield United come back, which was wonderful. And that was at uh, Stamford Bridge at Chelsea. I heard Pulisic got a great result assist. for them. I had heard. Yeah, I think uh, Abraham, Tammy Abraham, who Jimmy highlighted early in the season as a, kind of someone to keep an eye on, he had two goals. Both were well taken. They were kind of poacher's goals, like where you roll your eyes at Harry, but yeah. you got to bury him. Yeah. Um, and then they came back, Sheffield United. They had an own goal in the 89th minute, um, Kurzuma, but Callum Robinson ended up scoring for them uh, to get it close, and that's a huge result for Sheffield. Away at Chelsea? Yeah. It's pretty impressive. That's ridiculous. But they are uh, one win, two draws, one loss. So Not bad. Five points. It's, it's weird. We're just into the first international break now, so you're – I don't know. How are you feeling about the, the rest of the season? I mean, things are starting to shake out a little bit. Um, I think it's really early, but I think that um, someone did a comparison if we want to look at it from the Spurs' perspective of how many points we had last year, and we're right where we were, I think. So, you know what's um, interesting? Let's keep that in mind. I also think... But of, Liverpool's perfect. I think of the last month and a half, two months of last season where they barely were getting any points for a very long stretch. So 
Everything's fine. Yep. Everything's fine. It is, and, and again, we're we're four matches into the year, yep. so everyone just, just needs to chill. Just getting our full squad back. But early relegation watch again. Uh, you know, Watford with only one point from four matches, but they did get Nor- their first point this weekend. That's right. That's right. They did. Yep. Newcastle? Uh, yeah, they tied Newcastle, who all of a sudden got a few points and rose up the table early on with that win to ta- at Tottenham. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Indeed. I mean, I don't think there's too much more. I think the bigger news right now is that in the last week since we've talked, the Champions League draw has occurred. Um, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't just touch on that very quickly. We should. Go ahead, man. Um, what do you think of the group? What's okay? What's the group of death? And what do you think of? We might as well hit on United's. Oh wait, they're not in this competition. Sorry, sorry, huh. Jim. No boy. Sorry. Oh, Arsenal though. How's their group? Oh, no. damn, they're not in this competition either. Mm. So, group of death is Group F: Barcelona, Dortmund, Inter, and then Slavia Praha. So sucks for them. That's a tough group right there. That's the group of death. Um, I agree. It's brutal. I think another interesting group, Group A, PSG, Real, uh, Club Bruges to Ethan Horvath, who's USMNT's backup goalie, who's not even getting any time for the club. That is his club. One American in Group A. Um, group B is Tottenham's group. We've got Bayern, Olympiacos, Tottenham, and Serena Svezda. So I think we drew pretty well. I mean, at least... When you don't recognize some of the names in your group, you have to you have to think that's kind of a positive thing. It is. It is. We'll see. We'll see. The thing about the Champions, Champions League, League. all the teams are good, yep. you know. So we'll see. And I know that I've seen Spurs come through a, a couple group of deaths, and then I've seen them have a really easy group um, and nearly blow it, or or not make it out. I think uh, it was there was some Russian team, and I'm like. This is going to be easy peasy, and they end up losing at home. Um, so you never know how it's going to shake sure. out. But Spurs, when you look at the actual uh, fixtures, it is interesting to look at um, how Spurs start out. I'm trying to remember. I think the first couple are at home, so that's kind of like well, you got to take advantage of it, right? So October one uh, or September eighteen. Yeah. So it's amazing. It's Same. only in a couple weeks. Yep. Um, that's away. The uh, Olympiacos away. Yeah, and then you got um, a home against Bayern, and then Red Star uh, at home, and then another home um, against uh, Olympiacos. So Fun. it's just it'll be interesting. I love Champions League. I'm very much looking forward to it it's starting up again. It's the best. Um, it's Man the best. City kind of has a weak group: Atalanta, Dynamo, Zagreb, Shakhtar, Donetsk. <laughs> Uh, group D is another kind of fun one, in my opinion. Juventus, Atletico, um, Bayer Leverkusen, and Lokomotiv Moscow, who has been pretty good in the Russian Premier League, as I understand. So Group D is cool. Um, Liverpool, Tyler Adams uh, is also in Liverpool's group. Red Bulls, Napoli, and Genk. So that's kind of cool. We mentioned Group F as the group of death. Group G, Benfica, Lyon. Oh, this is RB Leipzig. Actually, the Red Bull in Group E is Austri- uh, Austrian, I believe. And it was the Red Bull's so coach Red from Bull last teams. year. The New York Red Bull's coach. Um, and then lastly, we have Ajax, Chelsea, 
LOSC and Valencia. So Group H is also kind of kind of a deathy group, I would argue. Valencia. Yeah. 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 Very interesting. Yeah. So that starts soon. Should be a riot. Look out. Only a couple weeks. So much fun. So much fun. And then and then you're back in the international break and Premier League's rolling. It's just, yep. and now it's it's, just so good. We're going to do a shorty episode, but I did want to quickly touch on the international break since we have now hit it. And this is, whether we like it or not, kind of a USMNT podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to give a quick shout-out to Taylor Twelman, uh, mm. who now is a personal enemy of Rooster and the Devil. We said some things. He said some things. Uh, now there's middle fingers. There's middle fingers, MLS trolling. Uh, and now DC United's on our, um, you know, our hate list. And Taylor Twelman, go fuck yourself. Uh, you're now slowly building a, a, a wall against Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's ruthless on Twitter. I, I'm a little he nicer. Is. He was just he just slayed Alexi Lalas and then tagged Taylor Twelman in this slaying. And then that's when people responded. We did get some new followers. So shout out if anyone wandered onto the podcast from there. Um, but yeah. we also got a yeah. lot of MLS fans just hating, you know, spewing hatred at, at Rooster Devil on Twitter. So kind of funny. It, it'll happen. You know, I, you two especially, um, you know, and, and to be fair, Jimmy's tried for years, um, you know, to, to, to like the MLS. And, and, Michael, I know you have too. I'm still kind of sitting out here on the fence like, well, I don't. It's it's our domestic league, you know. I mean, it's not good. It's bad, um, but you know, should we support it? But I'm with you guys. I think it's trash, unfortunately, and we might as well own that. Um, well, so let's I wish it wasn't so. I wish it wasn't so. Agreed. But since we do have some international games coming up, I believe we're playing in something called the Concacaf Nations League starting now which does kind of have an effect a little bit on qualifying. I forget exactly how, so maybe we'll have to, to research that. Um, but Pulisic got the call. We'll see McKenney again. Um, a couple of fun guys that one goal really likes. Sergino Dest from, from Ajax, of course, playing right back. So that's very exciting. Um, Paxton Pomacal on, on Dallas, which they really like. He's a young guy. Um, no Michael Bradley. No Josie Altidore. We do have Josh Sargent um, coming in, but we do also have Giassi Zardis. So mm, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. And shout out Josh Sargent for that ridiculous, awesome, ridiculous Werder Bremen goal. That thing was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was wonderful. Um, great control. Great heads up play to chip it over the keeper, high up into the air too. Crazy chip, and then and then go and chase the ball down and finish. It was awesome. Yeah fun to watch it was it was at least you got a couple of those young players in there you know we'll have to see how we'll have to see how it shakes out um yeah lots to look forward to on that front too though. yeah so we do have a we have a friendly first not Concacaf nations league i apologize but we we're playing mexico on a rematch september 6th which who really cares it's a friendly uh and then we play uruguay september 10 in a friendly so it's a short international break i believe um next one's not until october so you know it is what it is 
international breaks here, whether we like it or not. Uh, I will probably be following USMNT as much as I can. Mexico, Uruguay, interesting to say the least. We'll follow along. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and with that, so much, so much to, uh, so much to love coming up. Exactly. And with that, um, we both mentioned we're very tired. I've been running around, family's upstairs doing stuff. I should be helping. Very short rooster in the devil. Do you have anything uh, ranty to say? Ranty to say, I think, I think, I just, I just love Papa Poach. I just love him, and uh, and I'm glad that he doesn't have to deal with questions about the transfer window anymore. Uh, it is interesting to note that all of our players, for the most part, um, stuck around, including Erickson. So Erickson will be. Uh, with Spurs until January at the latest. Uh, I thought that he did have a nice match Had his against first Arsenal. ever North London Derby goal. Yep, and uh, he really... I, I, I'm sure that he really did want to leave, but it didn't work out, and I think that... Um, he's fine. He's shown a lot of loyalty to the club, mm-hmm. and I hope hope he continues to, and he's a fantastic player, so I'm... I'm I'm fine with him staying, and, and we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, Pochettino's reactions on the sidelines just cracked me up. He's... He's so so stoic as of late. It's it's interesting yeah, to me. Yeah, it's um, not the same poach a little bit. A little bit, a little, a little bit, bit. But uh, I, I kind of like it, that he downplays things and doesn't go crazy, um, especially at this point in the season. You, you know, know, take it easy. They've had four games. Two are against possible top four squads in Man City and Arsenal. So the next couple yeah. fixtures in the league – not as bad. I believe they have Crystal Palace. Then they play Southampton. It's yeah. So it it's it, oh Crystal Palace, Leicester, which is a fun one. Then Southampton. So that's the rest of September. Uh, I really don't have any rants. Just to say, nice to see you again, Brad. Um, sorry to everyone. It's a short one this week, but I don't think you care anyway. International break heading into it, so it's probably a good thing. Yep. All right, man. Cheers. Get Cheers. some sleep. Get some sleep. You Yo. too, amigo. You too. All right, later.